Hey everybody, this is your boy Garrett J. Watt, founder of Wake Up Warrior and CEO of DKW Styling. Welcome to Warrior on Fire, Daily Fire Edition. Today's topic is this, you didn't show up. Sit back, relax, and welcome to today's Daily Fire. All right, my friends, so uh, I had a scheduled meeting this morning at 5.15 with a member of my team. 5.15 a.m. Now, that might seem early for you, but it's not early for me. 5.15 a.m., five days a week, roughly, I have one of my team members meet me at my house, and we go for a four-mile walk and talk. Takes about an hour. That means we're walking about 15-minute miles. It's not a slow pace, not fast pace, but we got long legs, so off we go. Some of the short leg guys, they struggle a little bit with it. But we, uh, this morning I had a scheduled walk and talk with one of my guys. It was his first time being invited to the walk and talk. Like I don't invite anybody to the walk and talk. It's all my executives and our key players on my team that manage big responsible parts of all of our companies. And we walk and talk, we talk about life, we talk about strategy, we talk about problems, we talk about solutions, we create vision, etc. And it's, uh, it's super powerful. It's probably one of the most powerful things I do in business when it comes to my team. Way more effective than a team meeting in my office. <laughs> So uh, this morning was my man, uh, my man's chance, his first opportunity. And uh, five fifteen comes. I'm standing in the driveway. Five sixteen comes. Five seventeen comes. I have a rule. I wait three minutes. Five eighteen comes. I start walking and I simply send him a message and I say, "What is your status?" So I get a message back from him at six fifteen in the morning after I'm already almost done with my entire walk and talk. I'm just like literally coming into the home stretch four miles are wrapped up and done that says I slept in my alarms for two hours and 10 minutes and I woke up with the biggest headache and I sat and I was like okay well I appreciate your your story around why that happened and everybody has a story around why they do or don't do something this is a fact right you you have stories I have stories he had stories you know everybody's had stories I use story we all use stories every single day we use stories to justify our behavior and inside of that, I looked at the story coming back and I said, well, the only response they sent back to him was the window opened, the window closed, and I move forward. That's exactly what I told him. I said, the window opens, the window closes, and I move forward. This morning, the window was opening for a conversation about the vision and possibility where I saw him for the company in 2019. That window opened and the window closed, meaning we won't, we won't get that opportunity again. He missed it. He missed it. Why did he miss it? I, I don't know. You know, does he have a huge, huge game with us already? Has he proved a ton of results? Absolutely. Like, is he out? Of course not. He missed a walk and talk. But what it does, it brings up this interesting place for you and I, which is what do you do when when other people are supposed to be part of something with you, but they don't show up? Like, what do you do? Right? Do you move forward or do you wait for them? Like, what do you do? Do you not do it now because they're not doing it? See, a commitment to yourself must transcend a commitment that other people make to you. A commitment to you must transcend the commitment that others have to you. That is our principle for the day. A commitment to you must transcend the commitment that others have to you. The commitment to you must transcend the commitment that others have for you. What do I mean by this? It's very, very simple. Like, I can't sit around and determine my future driven by what other people decide to do or not to do. If I'm committed to move forward, I must move forward. If you're committed to go to the gym, but your workout buddy doesn't show up, do you not go to the gym? 
if you're committed to moving forward with your family, but your wife does not choose to show up to move forward with the family, are you committed to moving forward with the family regardless? What if your husband doesn't show up? Are you committed to moving forward regardless? What if business partners don't show up? Team members don't show up? What if clients don't show up? You say, well, I am committed to going to this place, but other people around you choose not to do that. What do you choose when other people don't choose you? And so my question for you today is this, where in your world across body being balanced and business, do you find yourself in a place where you continue to commit to something to yourself, but you've done it as a commitment with others, and inside of that commitment to others, you have decided that you no longer can be committed because they're not committed. Like you've given yourself an out. You've given yourself permission to be weak. You've given yourself permission to fall apart because other people have decided they're not committed. Where in your world has your personal commitment to yourself gotten weaker because other people's commitment to you has gotten weaker? Second part of this question is, what can you do today to strengthen that commitment and have yourself moving forward regardless? My friend, what you just finished listening to is today's daily fire, parable and a principle. Up next is the daily fuel, which is the connection of that fiery parable and principle to the actual production strategies of living the warrior's way found in the warrior book. So if you don't have a copy of the warrior book, well, guess what? Although this next daily fuel is going to be powerful, it won't be nearly as powerful if you don't have the tools and resources to follow along. I would encourage you to head to warriorbook.com and get that book shipped to you today. Man, woman, or child is going to help you either way. So, with or without the book, here we go. And welcome to this section known as the Daily Fuel. All right, my friends, so you got the parable of the man who did not show up for the walk and talk. Yep, it was a shenanigan. Did not show up. You heard exactly how it went. I gave him his window, and, well, I moved forward. And I went on the walk and talk by myself. Later in the day, he and I got to have a collision about this, and he and I talked about it. And we worked through it, and it was fantastic. But the principle that came out of that was a very simple one, and it was this. A commitment to you must transcend the commitment that others have for you. Right? So this goes twofold, this principle. Principle direction number one is the fact that people commit to do things with you. Right? They commit to create something with you. You say, we're going to create this, and off we go. And that commitment to create something big or to create something intense or to create something on fire, that commitment itself is transcended by your own commitment, right? Not everybody's going to commit to you. Let me take that back. A lot of people are going to commit to you, but a lot of, not a lot of people are going to follow through with their commitment, right? Now, the second piece inside of this is you look at the statement, a commitment to you must transcend the commitment that others have for you. What that means is that other people are committed to a lot of different shit that has nothing to do with you either. And what they commit to impacts you. What they don't commit to impacts you. In marriage, this is true. In family, this is true. With children, this is true. Right? Every single person that works for you, that person has life. And that life itself exists far outside of you. There's all kinds of shit going on in their life that has nothing to do with you. Absolutely nothing to do with you, who you are, what you want, etc. Has everything to do with them. What they want, where they want to go, what direction they want to take. So as we link up here to the code and we come into our summary 
here in this Daily Fuel, the summary of the code. We're going to link up these two concepts and the commitment concept and how your commitment to yourself must transcend the commitment that others have to you. And then on the flip side, we're going to link this up to the summary of the code, real, raw, relevant results, facts, feelings, focus, fruit. And we're going to bring it all together with a quote. And that quote itself, we're going to start off with involving. Do you wish to rise? We're on page 130, chapter 10, the summary of the code. Do you wish to rise? Begin by descending. You plant a tower that will pierce the clouds. Lay first the foundation of humility. St. Augustina, Christian bishop and theologian, 354 to 430 CE. So we're going to start then this foundational conversation in today's Daily Fuel wrapped around these two ideas. Number one, if you want to rise, you must begin by descending. What does this mean? What does this mean if you want to rise, you must begin by descending? See, if you think about any great story that's ever been told about any hero that's ever unfolded, there is a common characteristic with that person and their story. The characteristic is simply this, that before they rose, they fell. The rise itself is never, ever seen with as much power, with as much grace, which is with as much distinction, with as much power, as when what? When there is not a preframe to this of shitty that has occurred. Right? I was listening to, to, a, to an audiobook here just today by a game by a guy by the name of David Goggins. And the title of the book is You Can't Hurt Me. And I'm listening to this story, his story this morning. And I, the guy's done incredible shit, like runs like hundreds and hundreds of miles at a time. He's an ex-Navy SEAL, retired Navy SEAL, not ex, just retired Navy SEAL. Like he's just thought, like his accomplishments with his body are like in a whole nother category. But as I'm listening to his story, I knew about what he had done physically. I knew about where he had gone. I knew a little bit about his military career, but I didn't know anything about his childhood. And the truth was, before this book, nobody knew about his childhood either. And his childhood was rough as fuck, beaten hundreds of times. Uh, a black man raised in Indiana. Like, I mean, just the situation of racism and beatdowns from his drunk father, like just the shit that he went through was insane. He talks about peeing his bed, peeing the bed clear into high school. Like that there was just this terror that existed inside of him, which, which also built him. Right, but if we look at his story and people look at the power and literally I was out paddling and surfing with a couple guys and they were talking to me about this book here a couple of days ago and they were relating and connecting to how they wanted to run too and they want to get a strong mind like David Goggins and I'm like, what's the backstory on this guy? And behind every great man, you will find a dark past. A past filled with fear, with doubt, with worry. Ultimately, as St. Augustina is telling us here, do you want to rise? Begin by descending, right? But this goes a little bit further, which he takes into when he says, you plant a tower that will, you want to plant a tower that will pierce the clouds? Lay first the foundation of humility. One of the humblest games inside a warrior is the willingness to live by the code. Like this demands a humility, this demands a commitment, this demands a sacrifice, this demands a conversation with yourself at a level that is very, 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 very difficult for most to understand. Like the sacrifice and the commitment to tell the truth, the sacrifice and the commitment to live in the truth, the sacrifice and the commitment to be in a place 
where you are willing to own the facts of your reality demands a very high level of humility, a deeply high level of humility. And our principle of the day is a commitment to you must transcend the commitment that others have for you. Most of the people that you're around do not give a shit if you live by the code. They do not give a shit if you live by the facts. They do not give a shit if you express your feelings. They do not give a shit about your focus. They do not give a shit about what your ultimate fruit and facts of your life are. They don't care. If anything, the opposite is true, which they actually have a vested interest in you not changing. They have a vested interest in you staying the same. They have a vested interest in you not rocking the boat. They have a vested interest in you continuing to sedate. They have a vested interest in you not becoming successful at the level that you ultimately could, which sounds fucked up, right? But it's the reality. This is why inside our commitment to ourselves must raise up and be higher than the commitment that others have to us. And on top of this, St. Augustine is telling us here in this summary of the code, he's also telling us that if we expect to pull that off, if we expect to build a building that will pierce the clouds, if we expect to rise to heights that we've never been before, we must have the courage to descend to lows that we have never been before. We must have First, a foundation of humility. And there's nothing more, humi- more, more to drive not humiliating. Just nothing that drives more humility than a man whose demand is to be in the truth and to clean up the past and to deal with shit as it was and to deal with shit today as it is. Now, I'm going to take you here into the chapter. We're going to run into page 133. Actually, we're going to go to page 135. I'm going to start here with verse 31. The dark release of rage. You will find release the rage listed in the back of this book with breakdowns of exactly how to use this tool, aka the stack on demand as often as you need it. Sometimes you'll use them multiple times a day, sometimes one times a day, sometimes a week. Once a week, you'll find that you won't use it for weeks. It is to get rid of the emotional constipation around scenarios and situations to allow you to see clearly. The drift and shift of power focus. 32, the second and third accompanying document we call the power focus documents use of these tools in the following order. Release the rage and then power focus. And I'm going to spin off this in DJ. Here's the reality. The code itself is the foundation of humility, right? right? It's a, but it's a concept. It's a concept, right? It's a, it's a theology in a way. It is a methodology in a way. It's a way of psycho- psychologically experiencing the truth, which is in my mind, I must live by the facts of my life. Two, inside of those facts, I'm going to have another decision, which is do I actually deal with my feelings inside of those facts? Third, what has been my focus that is linked to those feelings that is linked up to those facts? And then the final piece, what is the fruit inside of my game? Is the fruit itself, is the fruit joyful? Does the fruit actually produce the result that I'm wanting? Right, this code experience is the idea, but the actual tactical execution of this is the stack. Without the stack, there is no attack. Without the stack, there is no way to live this truth. And this is all it's talking about here on page 135, is we're saying, listen, the stack, mega stack, angry stack, happy stack, these devices or these weapons are used on a daily basis to do what? To produce a result for you that allows for you to find a deeper level of commitment to yourself. 
Again, our principle is simple. A commitment to you must transcend the commitment that others have for you. And that commitment to your daily discipline inside of living the code via the stack is mandatory. When we wrote this book originally in 2015, we said, you know, once a week, once every couple of weeks, bullshit. That is not the case. It 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 is an every single day regimen. Now I'm going to come back to 133 verse 17, unraveling the stories. The code is the work that has to be done to unravel the stories and the lies that hold you choked, struggling for breath. We can now recognize the half-truths and fantasies that we've begun to worship as reality. The simplicity of our liberation is upon you. But do not take the simplicity in it as not worth your time and energy. Don't let tell yourself another story that says, well, it's too simple. Having it all is supposed to be complex. 18, inside the code, there are two daily devotions. This game itself is the stack and what? Core four. Like, that's it. That's it, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. We're gonna jump to verse 19. These three simple devices are the gateway out of your incarceration from within as if you are receiving a new pair of eyes. Inside of that new perspective, you will see for the first time a glimpse of the divinity that is inside of you, manifested in front of you at all times, which you weren't aware of until now. I love it when people tell me that God is disconnected from them. God is not disconnected from you or me at any time. The universe is constantly plugged into the power of who we are, but it is you and I who sit and begin to mess with the lights. We turn the lights off and say, I don't want to listen. I don't want to feel this anymore. I want to choose to fall on my sword and die instead. Verse 20, one of the ways we do this is by making simple acts complex. Listen, the code is not complicated. Freestyle, here we go. A code is not complicated. Never has been complicated. It's very simple, but you're a liar, which makes it complex. The simple truth is not complex. The facts of your life are very simple. What is confusing, what is complex is what? is the complexity of your fucking stories. The constant stories that you're telling yourself. That is complex. That is difficult. That is hard. Unraveling those stories, yes, that is complicated. That's why we come back to our principle today of the day, which is what? Your commitment to yourself must be more and higher and more intense than the commitment that others have for you. If I played to the standards of what most people told me I should do with my life, If I play to the standards of what most people said I should be about with my life, my life itself would pale in comparison to what it has become. The highest fucking standard in my life comes from me to me. I'm not sitting around waiting for someone to set the standard for me. I'm not sitting around waiting and hoping that someone will will care about me enough to push me. There's no one holding me fucking accountable to shit. I do what I say I'm going to do for myself. My commitment is to myself. My commitment is to me. My commitment is to my family. My commitment is to my own integrity. So when people collide with me, my commitment transcends their doubt. Period. But this was not how it always was. As St. Augustine said, I was unwilling to go low. I was unwilling to build a foundation of humility. I wanted to build a tower that would pierce the clouds, but I had no foundation of humility. Did I want to rise? I did. Then I wanted, then I also had to descend. And that's why my world fell fucking apart. And maybe that's where your world is. Is the universe is trying to get through to you, but you're just too goddamn arrogant. 
You're too fucking arrogant. Not to me, but your wife, your children, nobody else, just to yourself. And you just won't fucking listen. And I get it. It's hard. Our summer here inside of the general's tent for today. And this daily fuel as we wrap up here and we head into the stack on our next chapter. Here we go. Points to ponder from the general's tent, chapter 10. One, if a man desires to have it all in body, being balanced in business, he must begin the laying the foundation of the code. If you let it go, nothing else matters. Two, feelings are going to betray you. Therefore, commit to the results. Is the only thing that you can allow you to move forward from the land of living and reasons to the land of living and results. We do this by learning how to ask the right questions. Point three, there are four simple tools inside of the armory. All of these found inside of the stack, the mega stack, the angry stack, the happy stack. And point four, everything inside of the warrior's way is fighting for perspective, without which the warrior dies into a sedation and oblivion. My friends, that's all I got for you today. Again, your commitment to yourself must transcend the commitment to others. And that begins with living by the code. So you just finished the Daily Fuel. Now it's time for you to get access to the action guides, personalized, customized journaling, and association with others who listen to the Daily Fuel every day for free by heading to warrioronfire.com right now. That's right. Head to warrioronfire.com today and set up your free account inside of the Warrior Armory. On top of this, you know exactly what you also need to get, which is the new book, Warrior Book, found at warriorbook.com. That book, together with what you're doing inside the armory, well, it's going to take these daily fuels to a whole nother level. So get that account set up today at warrioronfire.com and get your book shipped your way by heading to warriorbook.com now.